it's your girl ash and it's your boy imperator rose and it's that dude called theory and this right here is stop the foolishness where each week this trio of primos will give you our take on some of the most foolish shit that's happened around the country from this past week from politics to pop culture nothing's off limits in this war room yo it's show ain't so if you trying to figure out how this country got to this point then come kick it with us each week as we do our best to try and stop the foolishness Yo, what up, what up? Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. This is episode 64, baby. 64. 6-4. Woo! Uh, how's everybody week been, man? Uh, okay. You know what? Yeah, um, I'm starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel. Since yeah. You, since you look hot, why you gleaming like a motherfucker? Um, <laughs> why, you, why you gleaming like you look hot? I had to wash my face and stuff and yeah. put my cream and stuff on and cream oh, okay and they ain't nothing but they ain't nothing but the holy spirit <laughs> she got the glow got the holy ghost the holy God. ghost you know uh okay you know that's that's cool all i know is this is shining like 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 a fresh <laughs> pair of fucking like leather boots nigga. <laughs> she is she's shining <laughs> gleaming like a motherfucker man i'm like god damn bro it's hot over there nigga <laughs> I, I just did it it'll Start doling down in a minute. Okay, all right. I had to uh, wash my face. I was shit, nigga, trying to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we get into the show, anybody any announcements? Any life updates? Um, still single. single? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be single as long as you working seventeen hours a day and then sleeping another other seven. <laughs> you gonna stay single? Unless a nigga just happen to look up and see you in like a motherfucking fast food joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Catch you at the gas station or some shit, nigga. Because outside of them actions, yeah, you you gonna you gonna stay taking the nail. Oh shit! Well, oh, shit. there we are. Yo, cuz, <laughs> yo, cuz is getting married though, right? Ain't you getting married, cuz? What? <laughs> look at that nigga! Look at that nigga face! What? Look at that nigga face! Like, whoa! Hold up! Hold whoa, the fuck whoa, up! Whoa, I'm, in a, whoa, I'm in the Twilight whoa, Zone, nigga. This the, this, the, this the same nigga talking about he want his girl to move to a different state, move to a different place. Hey, hey, yo, not, not ready for that. Nigga said, "You ready for that conversation, B? You ready for that? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, my oh, week, my week was copacetic as fuck, man. Yeah, I'm just really, I'm in a really good space right now, man. This this new job has been very beneficial, man, and it's uh, it's been a a blessing, man." Oh, way less stress, bro. Matter of fact, I had a homie hit me up today, bro. That nigga, damn, where my phone at? Oh, shit, don't leave my phone downstairs? Oh, no, it's right there. Anyway, yeah, that homie hit me up today, man. He was all like, yo, he had got an offer from somewhere else. Offered him about 12000 more. I was all like, bro, take it. Because these opportunities don't come often. And like, yo, it's uh, it's one of the things where, you know, I, I worked at Amazon for so long, but the job is tough, man. It just really is. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate because the company is great. And to a certain extent, they have to treat you great. Cause if they treat you like shit, they wouldn't be able to keep no store managers. 
<laughs> they really wouldn't. So they have to be really caring and really empathetic all the time when you're speaking to them. But man, that's a, it was a tough gig. But, um, and, and y'all know I, I've, I've documented how difficult it was for me to leave. But yeah. man, now that I'm on the other side, bro, the grass is absolutely greener. Absolutely. Green <laughs> the grass here. is absolutely greener on this side, man. And so she I t- is bright and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And I told him like, yo, it's a, that decision may be tough, man, but you got to do what's best for you and your, your family, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Cause I definitely did what I had to do. And man, like I'm <laughs> reaping the rewards of that shit. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yes, Lord. Cause man. Uh, all right, cool. Let's go and get into it. I got a job update. I'm actually, um, it's, it's, it's actually part of my irk too. But, uh, the good part is, is, um, I'm probably going to be getting, I'm, I'm just going to go on and move up into management. So I'm about to be getting an assistant manager job. Oh, uh, sick, huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why they want to hire my goofy ass. Okay. But uh trying to get more money. At an apartment complex, it's called the Urban. Urban? They charging oh, yeah. less? Huh? No, no, no. It's just it's just more pay. Um to okay. be assistant manager. Oh, okay. I've, I've been doing leasing and I, I've been offered assistant management positions before, but yeah. I just never wanted the responsibility. I just I'm just like, man, me as a manager, man, I'd be letting everything go. I wouldn't care about nothing. So like, I was like, I yeah. think that's a bad idea. But finally, I'm like, you know what, man? Let me just go and just move up. Let me just. Won't he do? Look at that. That's gross. Gotta, let me test up. Proud of you. Gotta so, get this uh, money, man. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I have the interview on Monday and then this is going to tie into my irk, but I do have it on, um, and I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get the job. Okay. Sure. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, congratulations. Cause round of applause to Thank you, man. You, man. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Growing up, man. Round of applause. I leave McDonald's and try to do something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tired of flipping burgers, you know what I'm saying? About to right. put on a collar no, shirt my, with a tie. Right. My, my question big boy is. Money. Is there rent better than where you working at right now? Yeah. You said no. Oh, I don't even know. It's, uh, I mean, but this place is a luxury community. Okay. So it will make oh, more sense. Huh? Yeah. So if they do oh, charge okay. more, then it's well deserved. Cause man, I, I, man, I went into that lobby on Friday and checked it. I was like, holy shit. Okay. Here's all I'm going to say. I ain't never been in an apartment that ever justified how much that motherfucker costs. Okay, <laughs> so take me to one because I've yet to go to one. Most, yeah, most of them are most of them are not worth it. But when you go to those really like nice, nice ones or whatever, you be like, ones. oh, okay. Like, yeah. Just the amenities they have. Like if y'all would have saw my fucking apartment um, that I had in L.A. Oh my god! Like nigga, we had a full size Lakers basketball court in that bitch. We had fucking Damn. virtual bowling. We had a oh, golf wow. man. We had a golf area with a golf simulator. How much was shit. it? And all this you can just use for free. How much like, was it? It's not even to pay for or whatever shit. How much was uh, that? So pay for it. We pay <laughs> at that time. It was a two bedroom, two bath, and we was paying twenty four. I think twenty four hundred. And that was like, and I was like four years ago. Now thirty two hundred now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, probably, yeah. it's, it's definitely probably over three thousand. Ooh, that hurt. Ooh, but that man, that hurt. Nigga, every time I hear LA, nigga, my my fucking heart just yeah, drops. LA nigga, is what? fucking crazy. Oh, I say like we were like we were like downtown, downtown. Like we were like five minutes from the Staples Center. Like I used to run. I, I used to uh, fucking run to fucking Dodger Stadium and shit. Dodger Stadium was like literally like fucking two miles up the road, so I would mm-hmm. run there and run back home. So yeah, we was like. 
downtown life. Y'all got All it, bro. Location, I niggas be caring about location. Nigga, I live in the fucking boonies <laughs> if I have to. Nigga, I'm oh, gonna fuck. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> fuck these high ass rent prices, no, man. We just needed to be no. We just needed to be close to my ex wife's job because her job was literally like five miles away. But in LA traffic, it takes like literally oh like yeah minutes to an hour. Are yeah, you I remember that. Yeah, I'm not yeah, even yeah. joking. Like dead ass. Shit. Like her job, her job was literally yeah. five miles, literally on GPS, five miles away, and it would take and it an would hour. Take her almost an hour, hour to get, to get there. Nigga, that's, that's Houston traffic. Yeah. What you mean? It's Houston traffic. <laughs> Fuck. Like, oh yes, nigga. <laughs> see, you live on a, see, you live on the outskirts of Austin. What you can say in your city, nigga? Austin is world renowned for how bad day traffic is. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. No, but okay. All right. Let's go and get into it, y'all. Yeah, Welcome yeah. back to Stop the Foolishness, where every week we bring to you the most foolish stories from the past week. And uh, this week was kind of tight. It wasn't really a lot of foolish shit, y'all. Not gonna lie to y'all. Um, but <laughs> either way, we still brought this shit to y'all because we bring a pod. We bring this episode every single fucking week, you know what I'm saying? But again, we ain't get no listener letter from you niggas. But that's cool, though. <laughs> but if you feel like writing one, you can go and visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those dope listener letters. And like every week, we're going to go ahead and roll this B-roll of this uh, sponsor who refuses to pay us at this point. Um, we, we get just, no listener letters. We, we, just, get no, we get no from our sponsors. <laughs> we, it's like, we just, we just go ahead and say at this point, she just refuses to fucking like <laughs> pay us. Okay. That's, that's, that's kind of where we're at at this point. But let's go ahead and roll the tape, y'all. Hey, Chef Toya here, owner and head chef with Toya's Gift of Soul, located in Arlington, Texas. We are your one-stop shop to satisfy your soul. We specialize in oxtails, wings, seafood, and much more. We offer very affordable prices. We cater, meal prep, and we'll even handle your weekly night meals. We will also travel. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Toya's Gift of Soul. Contact me, 469 469- Eight four nine two five two one, and let Toya's gift of soul feed your soul. Yo, y'all know what it is. Let Miss Toya's gift of soul feed your soul. All right, let's go ahead and get into this episode here. All right, mm. so I'm gonna start off with this shit early. You know, what I'm saying go ahead and read off this story here because I'm not gonna talk too much about the actual <laughs> world events. Um, if unless you've been living on a rock, like you probably heard all about it, seen all about it, it's been all over social media. But I want to read a story here from Houston Chronicle. It is family of nine year old in coma sues Travis Scott as list of Astroworld related lawsuits grows. The family of the nine year old boy who is in a medically induced coma after being trampled at the daily Astroworld Festival has joined the growing number of concert goers who have filed lawsuits. The boy Ezra Blunt uh, was on his father's shoulders when his father lost consciousness, consciousness and passed out. His family believes Ezra was trampled on, causing injuries that resulted in damage to his internal organs, including his lungs, kidney and heart. Now, I'm not going to read no more of this because this is already a, a tragic event. Um, and I haven't I read don't know why a nine year old is at Astro World um, for one. I mean, that's true. But why here's the, the a nine year old at Astro World. I'm damn near. I, I mean, I love mosh pits and shit like that. And I'm damn near scared to go to fucking Astro World. Yeah, <laughs> no but man, um, I mean, evidently the people who were there, such as this person, like I didn't know about that, like straight up. I didn't know Travis Scott was like known for mosh pits. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. so yeah. so it have been a lot of niggas getting beat the fuck up out there because like I don't do that stupid shit. So like 
that he's probably in the same situation because had I decided to go, I would have known nothing about that. And remember back when, you know, saying, um, Sansi was all like, yo, let's go to Astroworld and shit. That's First what off, blew my mind. Yeah, now, let me yeah, explain to y'all something. Damn, go to that? I don't even want to stress to y'all how fucking pissed off I would have been had nobody had died and I would have found myself in a fucking marsh pit. I'd have absolutely fucking left y'all niggas there. Like, no cap, bro. Like, I, I don't fuck with shit like that. But even more so than that, like, not to even talk about that, that part of it. My problem is with this Astroworld shit is, okay, you can blame Travis Scott, you know, saying, talk about how, like, uh, why is a nine year old there? But the fact of the matter is, is, uh, like, people have no regard for people in life, man. Like, it, 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 I haven't read, like, that many, I mean, I've only seen, like, the stories, the people out here, heard the little stuff. It's now, uh, it was rumored that somebody was going around injecting people with like drugs, like in the arm with like a needle and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, reports have now come out saying that like there's been no evidence of that and they haven't found any, any actual, like, you know, the one, one was, it was that happened to multiple people and it happened to like a security guard. It didn't happen to the security person and they found no evidence that it happened to anyone else either. Um, but my whole point is, is all of this shit really at the end of the day is people lack and disregard for people's life, man. From the very moment the motherfucker was open, they had videos of people like trampling over the fence and running yeah. over people to get into that motherfucker. All That's just to get mean. to some fucking merchandise. I guess either. Well, no, they're trying to get, they're trying to get to the front of the stage because huh? it's like an open. Yeah. So they really just rushing to try to get into the front of the stage is what they doing. Okay. Whatever uh, that, uh, but Bill. again, the problem is that I have is, is the, the complete lack and disregard for people's life, man. And if you ever wanted, to, to truly know what's wrong with the world. That's it right there. And I don't try to be, I don't try to be bleak about the shit, but really that's it. At the end of the day, it, it, what, what mattered most is here is that like people were stepping over people and this is a nine year old, but that happened to a bunch of people. Like a bunch of people got exactly. trampled and stepped on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like Black Friday all over again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people, mm-hmm. people are. <sighs> I don't don't know, man. I don't want to say lose hope in humanity, but people are pieces of shit, man. I mean, really, at the end of the day, like, that's really what this shit boils down to. And also, um, I guess listening to Travis Scott music, I can see that shit being like some shroom fest, mosh pit ass shit. Um, So I don't know why anybody would want to go to that dumb shit. But um, personally speaking, though. Like I said, my thing, my thing was is, and I was telling the homeboy this, I didn't know Travis Scott was even known for that. So here I would have yeah, been caught up in a situation where I'm just trying to enjoy a concert. And like, I got niggas over here doing goofy, weird ass <laughs> uh-huh. shit. Talking about trying to do a mosh pit. Now a whole <laughs> fight done broke out because niggas getting hit in the mouth. Like that's just the way that shit going to go. And so I'm saying is maybe the part on Travis Scott that I would say is but I guess you got to do your due diligence too. I don't know. I don't really know how much of, of it is it to blame on Travis Scott part See, is all I'm saying. And that's, and that's where I'm at. Like he's an entertainer, you know, like he can't control other people's actions. Yeah. Like, you know, he's on his, his whole duty is be on stage, entertain, do the music. What people decide to do no, 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 no. Hold on. Well, well, no, I, t- I, w- I was told that like Travis Scott like encourages that much piss shit. Oh, he does. That's like oh. his thing. Like I, 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 okay, so, so reports he, okay, are he, he didn't do it this time, but like he's been known to, to like, you know, like okay, that's so his thing. Half rock, half do, rap type shit. You know, going so on. If he's been known to do that. And if you're Travis, I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm still kind of with, I'm with cuz on this one. Like, what was your nine year old doing there? Huh? 
I get that right, but if you if you just think you're going to a concert, your nine year old is a yeah. fan of Travis Scott, like you know what I'm saying? You take a you take a nigga like me. I ain't got no idea that Travis yeah, Scott no, like encourages true. my spits. No, that's like true. what? Like who yeah. in the fuck that? Like oh my god! Like man, I so. Those mosh pits are from the I, so, I, I've been in one mosh pit. I, I, I ain't fucking wait. I, I ain't got no reason to be in a fucking mosh pit. Si- I didn't know. I was sixteen. <laughs> I went to this concert with this girl. Next was it, I know they was, was it a white person. Go. I'm like, oh yeah, it was. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go to yeah, concerts with so, white people. But anyway, <laughs> keep going, Kiss. So I want to <laughs> reason number seven hundred and fifty-five right there. <laughs> so I want to um, <clears throat> so I want to speak as. Uh, a defender of, of of that community because I am part of that community. I mm-hmm. love mosh pitting. I love yes. you know rock music. I'd have hit you I, in I, the I fucking been, mouth. Doing it for I've been like doing it for years. Um, so this crowd is so I've been to so many rock concerts. I've been I've been to so many mosh pits. I've jumped off of the stage at a rock concert. I've never been hurt anything. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> What what really strikes me is like weird. I don't know if it's just these goofy young niggas coming up or what, but every time, so the mosh pit community, we know that it's like dangerous what we do, but it is fun. You know, I mean, it's exciting. So, you know what I'm saying? We like to do it. Right. Um, but every, most people in that community look out for one another. Uh, I've never been uh, in a mosh pit where people are just stepping on people, just trampling. Exactly. Like yeah, everybody looks out for people. So when people are crowd surfing, if they get dropped or whatever, like the community comes and like make sure we pick them up or whatever. Or if we're doing like circle pits and stuff like that, and somebody falls, you know, everybody comes kind of comes to the aid of the person and picks them up. Like that's just known amongst like the mosh pitting community. You know what I'm saying? You like look out for each other, and it's actually one of the like. You know, besides what it is, like one of the most safest like environments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they really look out for you. You know what I'm saying? I've been picked up plenty of times and I'm a big ass black dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And these white people have picked me up and shit, like, hey man, you good, you good. Yeah, I'm good. All right, let's go, let's go. And you just go back to moshing. So to defend, you know, you know what I'm saying, to defend the community, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it is a very, you know what I'm saying, nice community and everybody like, you know what I'm saying, everybody fucks with each other, like, you know, everything. This crowd at the Travis First of all, Astro World, like in itself, like I said, I know <laughs> something I want to go to, but even me as a 34 year old male that does this shit, I'm like, yo, Astro World is just fucking crazy. It's almost too crazy. And with Travis Scott, obviously, inciting, you know what I'm saying? Like inciting, um, you know, mosh pitting and like the riots and stuff like that or whatever, that's known across the fucking like rock world. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know what I'm saying? Like they always do that shit. They always be like, Hey, they'll like split the fucking, they'll say, Hey, split apart. And it's this thing called the death wall. Well, basically you split apart. And then when the beat drops or whatever and stuff and everybody goes crazy, you just run into each other and just start moshing and shit. Like they incite that. Like that's, that's what they do. And that's what we like to do. You know what I'm saying? So Travis Scott doing it. Like, I don't even think it's like that big of a deal because that's what everybody does. That's a part of that community and a part of that music. So, like I said before, what is a nine-year-old doing at this shit? Because, like, that is not, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would think that you would go to astroworld.com and then there's probably a big picture of a sea of people there, you know, because that's, 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 like, always the main image. So, it's just, like, when you're going to purchase these tickets, like, how do you not do any research? How do you not just be like, whoa, I mean, what the fuck is this shit that I'm going to? 
So but who's gonna research a mosh pit though? Like who? No, no, no. It's not research a mosh pit. But I'm saying how- any of those festivals, at any of those festivals, nigga, that's what people do. Like at all festivals. But like I'm saying if you ain't ever been to one, how are you supposed to know? I'll, I'll, I'll I'm I'll, I'll, I'm telling you from somebody. I've never been to a festival. I'm so telling you. Know. I'm telling you from my perspective right now. I had no idea that that's the kind of yeah. shit that was going on at a Travis Scott exactly. concert. Okay. Like you know, what I'm saying like in my head, Travis Scott is a rapper. Ignorance. That's the person's ignorance, though. Huh? Because most of the people there know what it's about. If you, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to something. You think you, you're going to a concert and a festival. Who think they go to a fucking mosh pit? That shit don't say Astroworld uh, hyphen mosh pit. What the fuck? You see, you see a rapper. Saying, if you, you go and look up, artists. if you go and look up, if, okay, if you go and look up fucking Astro World, be like, okay, what is this? I'm going to go to this concert, but what is? I always look up, okay, what type of concert is this? What, Bro, name another festival where they mosh pit at. Do they mosh pit at Coachella? Bro, Lollapalooza? What are you talking about? Bro, I'm a part of this culture. Like huh? Lollapalooza, they fucking mosh pit. At fucking Made in America, they fucking mosh pit. At Rolling Loud, they fucking mosh pit. And those are hip hop festivals. Okay. They mosh pit. I ain't heard they none. Of, I heard none about it. I ain't seen no yeah. videos of no fucking mosh pits from Rolling Loud, bro. Not yes, a single bro. one. Go look it up, bro. It's it's fucking mosh pit and everything. Them people go crazy. That shit is like a black. That shit's like an all black fucking rock festival, literally. Okay, maybe, man. But I'm I'm speaking specifically from someone of pure ignorance here. I ain't know nothing about that. Like niggas ain't when never I hear a performer. Not I a. Think it's just a cancer. I, I have a concert. I have never in my life, not once, has anyone ever spoke of mosh pitting at a fucking uh whatchamacallit at a fucking Same festival, here. bro. Like so, in which case, you could. If, if you want to put blame on the father for taking his nine year old to, to, to the Astro World event without doing his due diligence, I mean, no, that's, no, that's, I, that's no, you. No, 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 no. I do blame the people too. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I honestly blame both parties because the people that trampled over this, I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, of course. And I, and I do agree with what you said. Like a lot of people do not have regard for, for human for life anymore. Life. No, they and, don't and, at all. And honestly, it's fucking sad. That's why I was coming just trying to defend the community just as a whole. Like, that usually does not happen. So these motherfuckers, whoever okay. they were, they just don't care. And that's what I was saying. I don't know if it's because, I mean, Travis Scott does have a lot of young listeners. So I don't know if it's just these young motherfuckers uh, that's coming up. It's, like, it's a combination of two. Because these little niggas are still as fuck. Yeah, because I've like I, I've literally been in playing monsters, and we always look out for each other. Like I've been in Marilyn Manson concerts, everything. Yeah, and yeah, they always look out for people. I've never been in nothing where somebody's just trampling over somebody. So when I heard that, I was like fucking shocked last week. I was like, damn. Like I can see motherfuckers dying, but not from being trampled or whatever. <laughs> I can see you getting dropped on your head from crowd surfing or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But. To be just stomped on, nigga? Like, nigga, it's crazy. It's still, still to me, it's all like if somebody died from it, like it, that wouldn't be shocking. But because somebody got trampled, that's shocking. Like, nigga, what, sh- nigga, yeah. what, nigga? In what universe should you be doing anything where you can get dropped on your fucking head, bro? Crowd serving. I've been crowds. That's just fun. Dog, get, all right, let's move on, bro. Tired <laughs> this nigga. Let's get to this cap of the week, man. God <laughs> damn, bro. All right, this uh. This 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 shit here, I know it's fucking cap. Cause again, I'm not saying this person. Uh, I'm not saying this person isn't doing what they what they're doing. I'm just saying the reason as to why is absolute cap. This shit says I accepted a job at Wendy's. What? That's crazy. You already have a a professional career. Here's the thing: what society is letting happen right now isn't working. Every place is understaffed, and no one wants to work. 
I'm doing my part by taking on an additional part-time job so that the economy doesn't come to a screeching halt. We will all be sorry if uh, if us as an American community lets that happen. And you know what else? The general manager was so gracious from my perspective. He's happy to hire someone doing this for the greater good as opposed to doing it only because they have to. So on Saturdays and Sundays and some weekday nights, come see me uh, at Wendy's on State Street. <laughs> Do your part. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Ain't no fucking way, bro. Ain't no way, <laughs> nigga. You only took up a part time job <laughs> to do your part, nigga. First off, nigga, you took a job away from somebody that could have used one, nigga. Like, <laughs> but but it's ain't time, niggas. They coming back to work. Matter of fact, nigga, I'm gonna tell you, you you hurting the economy, nigga, because these niggas are now having to actually pay niggas to come to fucking work rather than paying <laughs> niggas pennies for doing some for for working dog and this nigga even if he was telling the truth but nigga quit lying bro look bills done got a little tight around your crib nigga <laughs> okay and he had to explain while niggas in his facebook would see him working in Wendy's <laughs> and he was too embarrassed just to say I'm broke <laughs> like nigga you're broke bro just tell the oh, truth nigga shit. you saving up for I don't know a fucking PS5 or some shit nigga or you trying to get your car paid off quicker I don't give a fuck what reason as to why you at Wendy's nigga but the one reason I know for absolute certain that you absolutely capping on is the fact that like you just showed up to make America great again nigga you lost your goddamn mind bro nigga what (laughs) nigga could you imagine being there as a assistant as a manager like this is the moment I'm going back with like cousin shit uh huh nigga yeah I just need to know that you gonna come to work like all that you doing this for like the greater good you know what I'm saying helping America and shit yeah I, I, I appreciate that you know what I'm saying? Good job. But uh what's your availability on Saturday and Sunday? <laughs> yeah, I don't care about none of that other shit, nigga. Oh, I'm stressed. Shit. Nigga's not coming to work. That nigga gonna get in that motherfucker, bro. Realize he gonna look at his check after dealing with like a fucking drive through line for like fucking uh-huh. for like Excuse five, me. six hours. He gonna be like, you know what? I see why niggas don't come back to work here. <laughs> niggas ain't come back to work. Hey, but this is, this is, um, this is, a uh, this is to a certain extent. Uh, I do want to stress this though. I wholeheartedly now I'm on the side of the working class because bro, niggas don't make enough, bro. And you got niggas out here running up rent to $1,900 a month for a two bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And how are people supposed to live if, yeah. You're not paying them enough. And niggas can talk all that shit about how like, oh, well, you're supposed to develop skills and get a better paying job. Bro, everybody can't make, everybody can't, exactly. there ain't enough better paying jobs out here. Y'all like, y'all gotta stop bullshitting people, man. Like the fucking, uh, retail, fast food, all that shit. I think that shit makes up like 32% of like all like, of the economy or whatever. Absolutely. So if 32, <laughs> like if 32% of that, is what makes up the economy. Like if 32% of them people decided to go out. So you're telling me that there's 30% more jobs waiting out there where people are making 30, 40, $50,000 salaries. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. So why are we, why are we pretending like paying people like, like people shouldn't get paid more? I don't know what the solution is. Cause at one point in time, I was watching family matters, bro. Like, let me tell you. Okay. And family matters. Um, in the very first season, um, the mother 
uh, Mrs. Winslow, she loses mm-hmm. her job as an elevator operator. And the family is devastated because now they're like, okay, well, mom's got to get a job. You know what I'm saying? Carl Winslow, he's tripping right because now he got to cover all of the bills. Think about that. As an elevator operator, bro, she was making enough to contribute to the household. Do you think in today's society, even if an elevator operator doesn't <laughs> exist anymore, that someone as an elevator operator who was making probably on par with what fast food and retail workers are making, do you really think that like they contribute to a household in a significant matter? Like, no, but nah. see, like in early 90s, she was able to contribute to the household, bro. Like that shit yeah. is so crazy to me because like I said, in the episode when she lost a job, Carl was like, damn, like it's going to get tough right here. And you know, she's making on par the same with like somebody who works at McDonald's or Burger King. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's how, yeah. that's in the same salary range. It's just, it's, 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 it's crazy to me. It's crazy how inflation is just like, just fuck the world. So, yeah, like inflation is so much more faster than actual wages going up. Incredibly faster. And like, faster, yeah. And right, right wing America is all like, nah, man, just pull your britches up, go work four fucking jobs. You know, we used to have to work 80 exactly. hours a week. Motherfucker, yeah. I don't want to work 80 hours a week to live. Hours a week. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Y'all niggas is bugging. I mean, and, and honestly, that's one thing I hate too is that whole eighty hour or fucking you know fuck? eighty hour, or, you know forty hour work week and stuff like that. Most of your shit is done within a couple of hours, at least at my job. You <laughs> like, know what I'm saying? Like it's just like yo, there's not enough time to like go around unless you. I don't know, maybe a lawyer or something like that. Maybe got to spend a lot of hours. So I'm just like, what the fuck? Like these jobs don't take eight hours to fucking. You know what I'm saying? To like get stuff completed. Don't say that shit. They'll turn y'all niggas into part time employees, nigga. Don't say that. They're gonna turn y'all niggas into part time employees, nigga. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they gonna fuck around only be scheduled to work twenty hours a week and be like, yo, can yeah, we go back to this uh, uh can we go back to that uh forty hour work? <laughs> and then also stuff needs to go back to how it used to be back in the day where stuff closed that like everybody got off at a respectable time. Nigga, straight up facts. Yeah. Everything facts. closed at nine o'clock. Everybody's at home with their family. Hey, that's you know seven, saying? nigga. Fuck you doing that? Fuck, fuck you in my store at seven o'clock after seven, nigga. Exactly. But see, it be niggas because twenty four hours and shit. But that's because other niggas got to go to work, so them niggas getting up to go to the late night. They waking Uh up. Got to be at work for ten. Fucking battery ain't working, so now they in my store at eight thirty. You know what I'm saying? Needing a battery, which I ain't never trip on them people. I was always mad when a motherfucker walked to my store at like nine thirty, buying like fucking like air fresheners and shit. Like I used to want to like Haruk and them niggas, bro. Like, bro, if you don't get the fuck out of my crib, like you, like you couldn't wait for this. Like at nine thirty at night, this this is what you need. Nigga, this what you needed. You need to pull up on me about this shit here. Some air fresheners. Okay. Okay. But you know what's crazy is what you just said is 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 very fucking interesting though that like we basically stay open later to accommodate other people having other to stay people. at work mm-hmm. later. So yeah. it's all just this vicious cycle. It is. Like, and it's just like, we can all just stop this shit and just say, hey, we're all just going to close at fucking eight o'clock. <laughs> and like, I'll tell you what, here's, here's, bro, I'll be trying to explain shit to people. It should have never happened because, you know, because of goofy ass niggas like this on this cap of the week shit. But <laughs> nigga, if we all just stop going to work, you know what I'm saying? Just like if we all like, stop paying our car payments. <laughs> bro, if we all stop paying our car payments, bro, they couldn't repo everybody's car. 
They really couldn't. <laughs> like, if we all just stopped paying, like, if uh, we all just <laughs> exactly, if we all just like went together with this shit, <laughs> like, just and just refuse to do a lot of it. shit because that's yeah. our numbers. That's, that's don't get me, numbers. don't get me wrong. We got to go to work, right? But if we all just left at fucking seven, like we just closed them bitches down and left at seven, <laughs> like them niggas couldn't do nothing. Hey, nigga, yeah. you pull up on Wendy's at seven o'clock. This should be a sign on the door say go cook something because you you fuck, nigga. Like you can't <laughs> go get cook go cook something, nigga. You should have got here before seven. You know, like everybody from Wendy's just walk out that bitch at seven o'clock, close that motherfucker down. They 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 couldn't fire you all. You know what I'm saying? That ain't how the world works. Uh huh. So uh hopefully one day when I'm famous, like that should have resonated with people. Yeah, nigga, just leave. Nigga, I get off at five every day, bro. I just walk, I just get out. Like, you know Bye. what I'm saying? I'm living a good life over here now. Just fucking leave. Seven o'clock come, lock that bitch down, leave, bro. We can't say that. We'll be getting sued for inciting um Exciting job shutdown or some shit uh, like that. I'm mean, like, no, nah, man, I don't control people, bro. I said they should. I ain't say you. I ain't say do it. I said they should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They find some reason to sue us, though. There's some legal ramifications for that shit. I'm sure. Okay, like, excuse me. I said should. Should. Should is not do. Okay, go look that shit up in the dictionary, bro. <laughs> All right, let's get into this next one though, because this shit had me crying when I first read the title. Uh, this comes about way to shade room. This just says Atlanta woman arrested in Florida for allegedly biting a family member that refused to pray. Uh, <laughs> Di Shannon or Dish Shannon Norris, forty nine, is charged with battery for allegedly pinning a family member against the wall, biting them, then ripping his shirt as he tried to flee. According to an arrest report, Norris attempted to get the family member to pray for her mother's health. When the entire family did not comply, Norris became irate. According to an arrest report, Norris then dragged the family member down the hallway by his arm. When he resisted, Norris pinned him against the wall and bit him. According to an arrest report. According, goddamn, why you keep saying arrest report? We got it. Goddamn, this just says again. According to an arrest report, <laughs> the victim was ripped by Norris as the as uh, he began to flee. Norris then started screaming that the family was possessed. PPD arrived at the scene at around six thirty six p.m. They observed the victim's injuries. Officers found a full mouth bite mark on the victim's left pectoral muscle. Damn, she bit that nigga on the chest. Like just took a big honking chunk. Crazy. Tried to take a big honking chunk right out of that nigga shit. The area of the muscle was bruised and included broken skin with bleeding on the upper part of the bite mark, according to an arrest report. Oh my God. Uh, I'm going to blow a fucking lid if I read arrest report in this bitch one more time, man. The bite mark was recorded on a police officer's body camera. Uh, Norris was transported to Escambia County Jail Wednesday night. Norris was held, then released on $1,000 bond on Thursday. If you look at this photo here, um, she ain't sorry about that shit. She don't feel one ounce oh, of sympathy. No. Um, <laughs> here's my here's here, here's my issue though. Isn't it ironic that she said like they're possessed? She fucking pinned a nigga against the wall and bit that right. nigga on the fucking yeah, chest. Somebody, <laughs> nigga, what? She said all she was trying to do is rebuke in the name of Jesus and take out the demon. <laughs> but in fairness, though, in fairness. Y'all niggas can pray for help her pray for her mother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie. like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know like, what? This woman's already stressed enough. Ain't no telling what she's going through. With bro, her mom. I'm saying, and that bro. was just icing on the cake. Like, y'all all she could. did was say, 
pray for my mom and y'all just like, nah, I don't feel like you know, that. Like, like, just, that just, you know, yeah, her pull up and pray. already on the edge and I just <laughs> set her off. Like, that's all I'm saying, bro. Y'all niggas can just pull up and pray for her. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. help her out. You know what I'm saying? Just give us some spiritual energy. You know what I'm saying? You know, help the universe move in the direction she needs it to move. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say, man. Niggas ain't shit, man. Niggas really ain't shit. I bet it's one of them little young ass Travis Scott ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, fuck all that shit. Auntie, oh, Auntie Shannon, you know what I'm saying? Fuck, fuck grandma. You know what I'm saying? She was all like, oh, word. She had to oh, like word. bite that nigga. Oh, okay. See, my, see, my aunties would have, <laughs> my aunties would have put them <laughs> things on you. They don't bite. You know what I'm saying? You got uppercut it. I bet you, I bet you, <laughs> you, you, you now. Yeah, you got uppercut it. Yeah, I okay. bet. Okay. And hopefully she ain't had no, hopefully, hopefully she ain't had no plaque on her shit. I tell you, once I got into a fight, I hit a nigga in the mouth. I got plaque in my hand. It swelled up like a motherfucker. What? Oh really? Yeah, I went to the doctor. Yeah, I got plaque in like my upper knuckle. Yeah, yeah. The doctor was all like, "Doctor's all like, yeah, you got plaque in your shit." From the guy's like teeth. Mm-hmm. That's what he. That's what he thought it came Ooh. from. He's all like, "You probably got plaque in your shit." He said he seen it time and time again. I was all like, "Cause my whole hand right here swelled in a bitch." Ooh. Yeah, she was running a plaque infected. Huh? Yeah, the plaque got in. Infected. They just had a plaque inside in, like causing infection and shit. Yeah, and when Ooh. I was when I was squeezing, like milky, red, yellow Ooh. shit would come out. Yeah, shit was fucked up. <sighs> okay, yeah. So hey, hey, somebody asked you to pray about it. God damn it, you pray about it. Pray about it. Okay. All right. I bet. I bet you he praying today. Probably at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she pulled back up on that nigga after getting out of jail. Okay. Look, you praying? She, she checking me. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't closing her eyes this time. She gonna make sure you got your head bowed sure. and let the family say, "Amen." Amen. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go on and get into these arcs of the week. Uh, man, my arc is light. That's actually, uh, cause I had a pretty good week, so I had to find something to talk about. And I'm like, you niggas, I'm always gonna get something to talk about. So the only thing that's irking me is my goddamn crypto holdings, man. Let me tell y'all something, okay? The greatest wealth transfer in the world is occurring right now, but these motherfuckers who hold all the crypto are absolutely fucking the market up, man. And it's unfortunate because, um, I was a victim of it at once. And I know a lot of niggas ain't got the same level of patience that I have. But what these niggas do is, is they'll trigger a sell off at all the same time. And that should have plummet the market. And what that does is, or plummet the price. And what that does is, is niggas who don't know no better, who might have just recently got into the market, will see the price starting to go down. And then they'll sell off their holdings as well. And then mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. they do a buy, you know what I'm saying? Shoots that price back up. And, and now, and now the price is higher than when you bought in. And you might have even yeah. lost money on selling off because you, you're scared because the price is dropping. And it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate. And this is why to a certain extent, the whole purpose of crypto is it's supposed to be about, um, um, sovereignty, you owning your own assets. Um, decentralized. Nobody's supposed to be uh, responsible for it. No regulation. No none of that. But some type of regulation has to come, bro. Because like these niggas really out here wilding on this market. But then again, I guess we can go back to Cuz's point. It's on your responsibility to do your research and learn mm-hmm. and know what's going on. But it's just really fucked up, man. Because like these niggas keep doing that shit. And yeah. and that's I know my shit is man. They nigga, they got me because like when I first got into like Bitcoin and yeah. Ethereum, 
all this shit like that or whatever. Nigga, I had my shit in there, and then the parts would like go down and shit like. So I got scared. I was like, Sold off. Shit out. Yeah, so I, I pulled that shit out. Now I just now I just invest in it. You know what I'm saying? Like every week I just throw some money in there, and then on a fucking Coinbase. Yeah, and then I fucking just just let it just stay. You just, just gotta like, you just gotta let it ride, bro. Because that yeah, shit's gonna the volatility will fuck you up, man. Because this shit got me too. The very first time I was on Cash App though, just buying Bitcoin yeah, only. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, I was, I was just buying Bitcoin only. Right, I, that shit started to go down. I sold that shit off, bro. And then, like, literally the next day, bro, that shit just spiked all the way back up past. I think I lost like fifty dollars uh, in total. Uh, so it wasn't a major L, but still, like, now I know. And then, like, I started watching more videos and started learning that, like, you know, the big coin holders, the niggas got like a hundred bitcoin, a thousand bitcoin. And the crazy part is, they don't even do that by selling it. the 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 crazy part about crypto is, is they do that by transferring it in and out of their wallet. So just from transferring it from their wallet to an exchange believes that a sale is going to occur. So that's why the price of Bitcoin goes up. That's how the price of crypto is, is, is done. It, the, the crypto goes up as more of the crypto is taken off of the exchange and put into wallets. So then, so that's how they, that's how they do the, the, the supply and demand. So simply by these niggas just literally taking, transferring their funds from their wallet. To back to an exchange, not even selling it, just transferring it from their cold storage wallet to an exchange plummets the price, bro. And that shit happens and you can see it all down the board. Every single fucking crypto starts to fall at the same time. And it's like, come on, man. Like, like be for real. This ain't normal, dog. Like, it's not like one is falling. Like occasionally one, you know, want to go up and down, want to go up, spike, do that. But then there's a day like yesterday where every single fucking crypto at the exact same fucking moment starts to fall. And it's like, oh, I'm tired of these niggas, bro. Just let that shit <laughs> stop playing. We know like y'all accumulating it. We know people constantly accumulate. We know it should be going up. Quit playing with the price, man. Just let that shit be what it is. <sighs> but I digress. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, Ash, get into your shit. So my urge kind of popped up yesterday. It was a, a, a email I read and like, you know, I get it, but it, it kind of had me thinking a little bit like, so, you know, it actually wasn't even from my boss. It was from my old boss and um, nothing against him. It was just something, you know, he was saying, uh, talking about, oh, you know, this is what he sent to his other uh, crew members. I still get the emails. He was like, you know, me such and such was talking about it. You know, we come to the conclusion, we believe, you know, a lot of people, workers are leaving, you know, it's because um, they, they feel unappreciated. So, you know, be sure, you know, you show your people, you care, appreciate them, you know, use your corporate card, you know, get them breakfast, whatever, lunch, whatever, whatever, whatnot. And, you know, that kind of sat with me because one, I've always, you can ask any employees of mine, I've always been that type to do that. Even don't even have to be told to do that. That was just, that's just who I am. I truly believe you take care of your people, they'll take care of you kind of situation. Okay. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. You have a few. Yeah, exactly. You know, niggas are just like shit. It had me thinking because it's like, you know, our bosses, oh, you know, you got to do this, take care of people, take care of people. I'm like, but what about management? Bro, what about yo, on the head, B, right on the head. Like, Absolutely, y'all, bro. Y'all give us so little and expect so much out of us. You know, bro. we don't, we don't get, hey, you know what? Great job or, hey, I'm, uh, I'm coming to your building to 
to treat you or to lunch today. Take or me to lunch, to nigga. Show the, you know, show the appreciation. Or it's Facts. always, it's always what ha- what did you do with your employees today? Facts. How'd you recognize your employees? Damn, today? y'all scaring me. You- I don't think I want to go to this interview. Hey, nigga, once you make it a management, what nigga, management? you no, nobody no longer cares about you, nigga. You are you no know, longer a priority, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like even my situation, like what my boss put me in. You know, you. First of all, I already started me short staff. I'm still on this night shift. I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless. But it's like, I'm working 16, 17 hour days. Been working like every other Saturdays, you know, trying to make plans and do this and do that. I'm not asking you to pick up the phone and say, you know, Ash, I really appreciate what you do, but don't come at us like, what are you doing for your people? It's almost like, nigga, what are you doing for us? Nigga. Yeah. Woo. We, we got to put up with That's it. Crazy. We got to deal with Woo. it. We got to deal with the That's different facts, personalities. Though. Absolutely. Mo- no, real talk. I'm a mama, a psychiatrist, a teacher, <laughs> a safety person. Like I'm, I'm all the above. I got a cradle to these dudes. Look, they want to be breastfed so bad. By the time I have a fucking child, I'm gonna have dust coming out my titties. Okay, <laughs> like. They want to be. Baby. I ain't gonna lie. This is what I, I always go. With. I always go to my manager and tell him I. I he, you know, what I'm he's like my confessional. I always go and tell him I'm fornicating. Yo, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> I, I can't with you. I gotta let it out of my heart. <laughs> you so stupid. This nigga get off my chest somehow. Yeah, yeah, get your chest off. Yo, my manager. <laughs> but since you hit it right on the head, bro, I used to hate hey, when like, them niggas would tell me like, "Yo, make sure you take care of your people." I, and then one time. Uh, Another store manager called me, man. He was all like, he was all like, bro, you see all this bullshit they getting? Cause when COVID first hit, bro, we weren't getting shit. They were giving all the hourly employees like uh they gave them COVID pay. They were giving them something else. They was all like, yo, yeah, they can come to work, don't even question them about it. We was like, whoa, slow down there, chief. What you mean? We can't question them if they don't come to work, nigga. Like, this still a job. Y'all forcing us to come to this motherfucker. They be yeah. like, yo, yeah, uh, get your people Christmas party, you know what I'm saying? Do a little petty cash buyout, you know what I'm saying? Do like a Christmas party here and there, do like a quick, do like a quick uh competition. You know who can sell the most of this? Get them like little lunch gift cards and shit. Them niggas ain't never do that shit for us ever. That's what I'm saying. Ever, always, man. Like the last time I checked, we are employees too. And this is I work here too, nigga. Has been and this is something that's been heavy on me for years because I used to talk to my mom about it all the time. It's like it's always take care of your people. They talk about oh the reason why people leaving. You do realize it's just not hourly leaving. Y'all go through managers and supervisors like revolving doors. Have you ever sat to think and wonder why? Damn niggas like, don't give a fuck, man. You get what I'm saying? Like the, the building I, like I work listening. at. I feel like I'm listening to a plot to a horror movie. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> no, you ain't at that level yet, nigga. When you, when you the motherfucker, you as an assistant manager, like you still consider an employee. Once you become the nigga, once you are the guy, that's when you get fucked. Exactly. Yeah. When, yeah. When you become the motherfucker, that's when you get fucked. You know what I'm saying? Because you are assistant. You only assisting, so the responsibility still falls onto the main and person. Again, you might still get a gift card here and there, nigga. Exactly. Become the guy. You ain't getting no fucking gift card, nigga. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, like they took care of us during COVID. Like you know. They gave us like uh, a a week's worth vacation pay without taking our vacations and, you know, incentives like that. I'm not knocking that, you know, of course. And we get our bonuses every year, but that's once a year. Okay. I get that. Bonus is what you already get. But my thing is, it seems like 
Yeah. Then my <laughs> thing is, it seems like their mentality is, well, we give you good pay, so that should be good enough. No. Yeah. No, yeah, it's no. not good enough. You, just like you expect us to take care of our people, we should expect y'all to want to take care of us. Exactly. Period. Point blank. Be be supportive. You know. Be like real talk. I feel like I can't go to my boss for anything. You you're not a supporting person. You don't check in on things. Like no offense to you. I know you just took that position. You probably still learning and trying to get a feel of it, but. At the end of the day, don't come at us. What are you doing for this person? What are you doing for this? Oh, you you got to do this or or do more breakfast or make sure you uh, do give recognition. Show them that you care. This is and that. And it's like, bruh, I'm just chopped liver over here. Yeah, like, I just show to this motherfucker every day I'm for no working, reason. You know? <laughs> it's like I'm just here to be doing it on my own free time and doing it for fun. It's like, goddamn. I think it's always about everybody <laughs> else. What about us? Listen to the plot of my own. I don't even think anymore. I think it's a black one. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man. Yo, you're this shit right on the end, bro. Anybody I'm that's sorry. ever been in any form of. I had to get that out. When I saw me, bro. That email, that, that hit a nerve. It, it, really, and it really hit a nerve. Damn. I even sent my old boss an email, too. I can't. I can't speak for you. I can't speak for your profession, um, but my profession for sure. These niggas had they fucking head. In, I I know they don't have their head in their ass. They're smart people, bro. They know why the fuck people were quitting. Y'all don't pay people shit, bro. Stop playing with us. <laughs> like stop playing with us, dog. Like we know the reason why people are quitting, bro. Motherfuckers at Kroger is making fucking thirteen dollars an hour, bro. Like we only offer a nigga nine fifty. Are you serious? Wow. <laughs> like niggas at Walmart making twelve dollars an hour, bro. Like I only offer Dude, this nigga nine fifty. <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like slapping the face, <laughs> bro. Right, bro, no cap, dog. No cap. Like about a year ago, do we, I had this kid transferring from a part time to a full time employee. Um, he came from part time to a full time driver. Um. <laughs> I was all like, he came to me, man. He was all like, yo, I, I need, I need, I, man, Ralph, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying I'm trying to quit, but I got to make some more money. I was all like, I swear to man, I'll holler at, you know what I'm saying, the bosses. My boss looked me dead in my face, bro. It was all like, I mean, being upgraded to full time is a pay grade. Like, he get more hours. He, uh, he get, he don't have to work past clothes. He get Sundays off, you know what I'm saying? You know, did it, did it. And I was all like, I mean, yeah, that's cool and all. But at the end of the day, yeah. my man got bills. So, okay, <laughs> like, exactly. And then, you know, she was all like, I'll yeah. talk to him. And I just told him, I was like, look, man, professional advice, man, I hate to lose you, but yo, if you ain't got, yo, if you got to make some shit shake, you know what I'm saying, and do that shit. And like six weeks later, he was all like, yeah, I'm going off to trucking school, man. You know, and did it. I was all like, I ain't mad at you, bro. Like, you got, you yeah. got, you got to, you got to pay these bills, bro. bro. <laughs> like, I, I never sweated anybody for leaving for more money. Like, nigga, no, absolutely. You got to go get this like, check, bro. I had to years, not even years ago, even now. Well, now they don't do it because they know we're really struggling with drivers. So they're automatically starting drivers at the top rate. Yeah. But the way the company was before, I don't know how the new company is going to be after the contract is up, but the way the company was before, it's a progression pay. Okay. That's how it was in contract. You start at this pay at uh, seniority, which is 12 months. It goes up like a dollar. And then after 20 months, what? And within the four years, you'd be at top pay. Okay. Yeah. Start pay, I kid you not, for a city driver was $17.50. You know how embarrassing that was to be having these interviews with CDL truck drivers 
telling them they starting at 1750 when you got other truck companies that starting these motherfuckers like at 27 30 dollars an hour ain't it, ain't it crazy how you I was say says, ain't, ain't it crazy how you always work for the niggas paying the least <laughs> Niggas the least amount of money, bro. Like, and I'm like the biggest couple. Like, we're like the biggest niggas doing this shit. How are we paying yeah. niggas the least, bro? Because the way they okay, so the way they put it as because okay, yes, we're, the benefits are amazing. They they sold it that way between benefits, pension, stocks, uh, pension, stuff like that. Pension's got legit. You know, exactly. So yeah, that's how they sold it. Pension's got legit. And uh, my my boss, my old boss, actually sat in on an interview with me one time. And he pulled me to the side. He was like, damn, girl, you be selling it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm mm-hmm. good at interviews. Like, no. I will convince the shit out your ass and have been very successful. But the shit ain't easy. You got me telling this because $17.50, when he can go down the street to whomever else and get started at damn near $30 an hour. Ooh. But because I sell all the other stuff, like, look, we got this, the benefits, this is and that, whatever, whatever. Boom. Listen. Some days uh, it works, some days it don't. But it's just like big ass company making all this money. You talking about some fucking seven, not even twenty dollars an hour, my nigga, for a CDL? <laughs> like nigga, what? Yeah, I, I would. I would. I would tell you that. In fairness, I got to see the profit and loss report, and ain't a lot of extra money to be giving niggas <laughs> more pay. I mean, like we, like no cap, man, we do. In four weeks, a period, we do about 200 because, you know, it was small box. We do about two by 180 to $200,000 in sales. We would probably put $20,000 on the bottom line after all the bills and everything. After, after the tax titles and EBIT yeah. is what we refer to it as before earnings and taxes. Twenty thousand dollars would go to the bottom. About twenty, twenty, twenty to twenty-four thousand dollars would go to the bottom line. So niggas was only taking home a little about thirteen to fourteen percent profit. You know what I'm saying? That's what mm-hmm. what niggas making. And I uh, no cap. The biggest, the the most, the biggest chunk of that shit that was taken out was labor. So it went like niggas could really pay yeah. niggas more. So that's why, like you know, knowing the business, you know, I knew. Man, these niggas ain't never gonna pay niggas more. So I might as well just move around because <laughs> I see the P and Ls, bro. I see what yeah. niggas get. I see what goes to the bottom line. But that's probably private information. I probably shouldn't be saying that. But fuck it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got to see that shit. So yeah, but so a lot of times, all you really can do is like take care of them niggas because, like in reality, most of the salary is going to you because they ain't paying them niggas. So exactly. that's so yeah. it's a to, to be honest with you and like now I think about college catch twenty two. Like it I need you to understand, the, you getting paid because they ain't. You get exactly. You get you get, you get well. Well, my employees they getting paid now. Like everybody, everybody at, at that job. Trust me, they getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, but my, I my, my employees saying. get paid. Like, yeah, for sure. Their mentality is, you know what? I feel, I strongly feel like we pay you good. That's good enough. Yeah, like I don't, real talk. I don't. I don't know if we they. Pay you good. I don't. I don't know if they necessarily actively think like that, but that is unfortunately that's the way it occurs to us because mm-hmm. like they so wrapped up in what they doing that they don't realize that like yo nigga this same shit you preaching us like you ain't doing. You know that what I'm saying? Whole entire yeah. part. 
so, that part right there. It's just rough, man. And I, I not real talk. I, I sent my old manager. I, I was, I was just like, hey, you know. I said, you know, it, it is good that we take care of people, but I strongly believe that people of management, supervisors, should be taken care of too. Yeah. I, I mean, I was just being honest. Give some help, you know? nigga. Like seriously, like trust me, hourlies ain't the only ones leaving. Y'all forever trying to hire full time soups, supervisors, management people all the time. Y'all always looking for people because you always other locations. I done seen postings online. I'm like, damn, it's open again. Like shit, I felt like that shit was just open eight months ago. I know it that shouldn't be that way. I know that overnight shit got to be rough. I don't know how y'all keep a nigga on that shit. Cause that shit, like, I don't know how y'all get with nigga on that shit, man. Cause I ain't gonna lie, nigga. I'd probably do that shit for like six months and be dipped the fuck out once I got my experience, nigga. Bruh. Thank you for that. But see, yeah. <laughs> I'm good, nigga. I'm solid. Straight, nigga. It's like whoever I hire on a night shift won't be having to have to work the hours that I work. Yeah, because but I would be able to do my job. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm only working the hours that I'm working because it's like I'm working two it, jobs. It ain't about the longevity. You know? It's just about that shit being overnight, bro. I don't Night. do that overnight shit. Like, <laughs> y'all got it. I'm good. Y'all I'm gonna be in my it. bed, I'm nigga. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. All right. Cause let's go and get into your wasteful irk. That ain't an irk so, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm still gonna say it because it wasn't irk, but after hearing Ash's um um horror stories of being a manager. <laughs> I actually think this was a blessing. So, <laughs> so my irk was is I had um so I had put in for some assistant manager um applications. So I got a couple calls. Well one of them is the one that I want to go to the urban. They hit me up. It was like, hey, you want to come in for an interview? Blah blah blah. Did a little phone interview first. They were like, hey, we'd like to meet you. Come in. It's like, all right, cool. So yesterday during my lunch I fucking had to, so I didn't clock out on purpose because I knew it was going to take over an hour to do all this stuff. So I didn't clock out on purpose. So, <laughs> so then I can just say, so then I can just say, oops, I forgot to clock out. And then he could just manually put one hour. You see? This, this nigga. Yeah. yeah no. Nah. You do realize that so, <laughs> people can listen to this at any time, right? Oh, but then you probably won't be working there though. Nah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although. Although I always, although I, I always pay attention to when a nigga went to lunch and when a nigga came back. Oh, fast. So, so I would definitely rob that nigga of his time and ask him why in the <laughs> fuck he took an hour and a half. <laughs> but go ahead, cuz. So on my lunch, so I had to go to this place. So I had to run home and, um, you know, say I had got my dress shirt or whatever and stuff, you know, everything, blah, blah, blah. Went to the interview, show up, walk in. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for charity. I'm Carlos. I'm here for the, assistant manager job <laughs> and and this motherfucker was like oh charity went home for the day she was, <laughs> sick. she was sick i was like huh i was like oh really so i started getting hot i'm like no this bitch didn't she didn't even give me a call nothing or whatever so i text the hr person that set up the interview i text her and i'm like hey i'm here for the interview that you set up but charity is not here she left uh and she went home sick so she called me in like 10 minutes. She calls me. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Charity says she's sorry. She said when she got in this morning, she was feeling sick and she was she started throwing up. So the only thing she could think of was to just get out of there and, you know, go home because she was just throwing up. So she totally forgot about my interview and everything. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. All this different stuff. Right. 
So she was like, yeah, we need people too. This is just like such a bad look. I'm so sorry, blah, 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 like all this stuff. So I'm like, well, I got y'all ball out of balls now because yeah. I already know y'all need people. And, wow. two, and two, when I go to the interview on Monday, she's going to feel so bad that mm-hmm. call me or whatever. She's just going to be like, I'm just so sorry. She's going to be so sympathetic or whatever. Then I got her in the palm of my hand. So no matter what, I'm going to get this job. So I just want to make $100 an hour. Otherwise, tell me you want to make a hundred dollars an hour. Otherwise, you're gonna sue for f- some shit. There's <laughs> something we can sue for. I know it. I know it. She figured out I was black. Viewer. She figured out I was black and left. Although, although Chelsea might be black, so no, nah, no. Nah. Okay, but anyway, but yeah. So, so that was my arc because I was all like. Yo, like, what the fuck? You that's know, pretty good. Like, I drove all this way. Yeah, that's I drove all this way and shit. No, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, bullshit. somebody, you know, could have, should have called or said, you know, something or text some, exactly. somebody I'm else that, hey, I'm supposed to have yeah. an interview today. Can you call them and let them know, hey, I'm not going to be able to do it because either this or that exactly. or what? Because even I've done that, like, had, do a conflict. Like, if I had to travel to another terminal or something, I will call the person who I was supposed to speak to. Hey, I'm not going to be able to meet with you tomorrow because due to this or today because due to this. Yeah, absolutely. Something. Every time. So you don't, yeah, but yeah. don't wait till the person show up and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Right. Here, here's, I'm going to hit you on one even better, cuz, because I hate to steal your art. But nigga, I once showed up for an interview, nigga, and the position I was interviewing for, when the dude sent me down, he was all like, unfortunately, the position I was supposed to interview you for, we hired somebody for that shit on Friday. Oh, <laughs> oh, nigga! When I tell y'all, I was hotter than fish grease. <laughs> I tell y'all, I was hotter than fish grease, bro. <laughs> I, was like, I was all like, "Yo, so it's a lot of companies out here that don't know what the fuck they doing, bro, they and, and they like they really don't." Yeah. So, like, you know, if you lucky enough to work for some for some people who they got their shit together, you know, kudos to them, bro, because it's a lot of niggas out here that ain't got no fucking clue what they doing, man. <laughs> We hired somebody for that position, bro. Right? I was hot, no. and that shit, and that shit was a great position oh, too, bro. I guess y'all gonna find a position for me today. <laughs> you know, here, they, bro, they, exactly. they threw me like a sympathy interview, bro. But I was like, Why I ain't you feeling this it? shit. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, well, it was for like another position that was open. And so I was all like, I guess, man, but these hours ain't as good as the ones that like I was trying to like interview for. So I don't really want this shit, dog. Like. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, sorry, I hate the jacket shit, but yeah, that was that happened to me. Yeah, that's Damn. terrible. That's yeah, terrible. yeah, I wanted to punch that white man in the face. All right, okay, sis, let's go ahead and uh, get into these stories from Reddit. <laughs> this first one ties into some uh, some shit that you had um sent, but let's read the story first and then I'll double back to the thing that you sent. I can't see the title. Um, it's kind of cut off it just says my friend is about to ask his girlfriend yo click on it I did I got the whole story up I just can't see the whole title so I'm just going to read it Uh, my friend is about to ask his girlfriend to marry her and the only one who knows how unfaithful she is that is the title do I say do I say anything? Oh, okay. Uh, do I say anything? Not sure if this belongs in this sub because it isn't my relationship. I'm asking for advice about it. If not, apologies. My friend is about to ask his girlfriend of six years to marry him and 
I'm the only one who knows the truth about how unfaithful she she's been to him. He's completely blinded by love and to him, she can do no wrong. I know it might not be my place to say anything, but I don't want him to make a huge mistake. So my good friend, Aaron and his girlfriend, Mary have been together for almost seven years. They met in college and are in a very close relationship. Personally, I would call them extremely codependent. Neither of them really have any friends aside from each other. She doesn't let him have guy friends. In fact, she doesn't let him do a lot of things. He's not allowed to go out past 11, not allowed to drink or smoke. She has to, she has to approve all of his friends and he's not allowed to be alone with other girls she's she's got this guy on a tight leash the reason why they're still together is that Aaron is completely whipped and to him she can do no wrong he talks regularly about how amazed he still is that she finds him attractive he's a decent looking guy but she's like supermodel level good looking they post cutesy couple photos every day I'm pretty sure she makes him post them and to everyone who sees them they appear to be the perfect magical fairy tale couple anyway a few weeks ago he told my boyfriend and I that he was planning on proposing to Mary of course we congratulated him because he seemed super excited now here's the issue A few weeks prior to this, I hung out with a friend of Mary, Allison. Allison told me about a party they went to where Mary got drunk and slept with her ex. After the party, they began hooking up regularly, and she had a threesome with him and a friend of his. Aaron has no knowledge of these hookups. I told my boyfriend about it because he shares my friendship with both of them, and he believes that we need to say something, but I'm not sure so sure how to even go about that. It will destroy him, ruin their entire relationship, and maybe a friendship as well. <laughs> However, I think in the long long term, he will be unhappy with the marriage where she's so controlling. Not even that, but if she's completely okay with cheating on her long-term partner, it will be the same once they're married. It's telling him the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. To clarify, the cheating... Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't read on the medics. The medics oh, be, the medics be from them like Oh, answering okay. questions from like the comments and shit like yeah I gotcha, so I don't I gotcha, I gotcha. okay Sorry, so okay. that's crazy though, she I, having threesomes though huh? nigga that's what you took from that nigga <laughs> 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 I did that whole thing <laughs> 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 yo of course oh, why, why are we shocked Jesus why are we shocked Okay, so but one one thing from the one thing from the edit that we do that I do want to point out is so in the edit it was um they that uh I guess somebody in the comments had asked to them to get confirmation. So she did put like we have received confirmation before we sit down and talk with them. We got screenshots of messages that prove that oh, okay. you know that she's doing that the infidelity did occur. Because yeah, because also I was gonna cause You can't go by he said she's yeah necessarily kind of so much before we get into that. But this goes back to a post that you did, I think it was in either the shade room or spiritual word. Um basically was asked, like could you still be friends with someone that knew your partner was cheating on you and like oh. didn't tell you Okay, so 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 here's my thing, bro. If if it's a situation where you know, undoubtedly, with absolute no uncertainty, that my shot is cheating on me, and you don't tell me, just know that when you decide to tell me, we will no longer be friends. Like it's just not because gonna happen. It's absolutely your fucking place to tell me, nigga. Absolutely, because I absolutely will tell you, nigga. 
Absolutely. I ain't gonna have high head making you look like no fucking fool, bro. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? Cause that's the way that I see it. Like, you know, like, if you, like, if you don't know, you just hearing things, you know what I'm saying? I, I probably wouldn't say anything. Cause without confirmation, I would be all like, eh. like but yeah. Like, yeah, you may yeah. be, yeah, you like, may be suspicious and have a feeling something's going on, but unless you have concrete, Evidence I'm, that no, I know for a fact. Like yeah, <laughs> this so person is doing this. I'm saying I'm still on a I'm still on a fence about someone telling me it happened because niggas lie on their dick every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like niggas lie on their dick every day, bro. Absolutely. So like using up here telling me, day, <laughs> using up here telling me that nigga said he, he smashed my girl homie. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, that's just what that nigga said. And niggas like every day. Now, niggas show me, you know what I'm saying, messages from them and da 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 da. I bet. Oh, okay. Like, okay, see, now I know what's up. Now I know but what's going on. You to be telling me that that nigga said he smashed. Niggas lie every day, bro. Like, I, that, that, that ain't enough for me to go to my homeboy and ruin a potentially happy, you know what I'm saying, utopia. Relationship, yeah. You know, so I'm saying my thing is, yeah, if you don't fit somebody because, you know, you really ain't know, you ain't had, you know, you heard whispers, but and some niggas is even on that shit. Nigga, you hear whispers, I want to know. I ain't one of them people. But if you know <laughs> with absolute uncertainty, with absolute certainty that my shot has been shot here cheating on me and you don't tell me, bro, and then you just... Alright man, this shit gone on long enough. I gotta say something. Nigga, why the fuck you telling me yeah. now? You said tell me the like, You know what I'm saying? Now this bond is stronger and shit. And like now I gotta deal with this shit now. I could have broke up with it like when you found out, nigga. You know, it's 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 frustrating as shit. But um that's my thing. How about y'all? I don't how y'all feel? Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm yeah. telling. I, I absolutely I'm telling. If I got the hard evidence, I'm yeah, telling. Bro, facts. Like, yeah. I'm about to let my homie out here, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Last girl smash another nigga and I say nothing. What? Fuck no, nah, bro. Smash your threesomes. Nigga, you not getting none of that. Oh, bro. Unless he is getting some of that and That's you know, she's just wild like that. Then in which case, you know, cause, you know, maybe he might be forgiven if she's out here like, giving him threesomes too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know how this shit yeah. works. But there's, a, there's a movie called Dilemma with Vince Vaughn and uh Kevin James. It's a comedy movie, but it's based exactly on that situation. You got two best friends. Vince Vaughn caught Kevin James' wife, like, he's seen it physically cheating, and he's been trying to figure out, like, throughout the whole movie, like, how to tell his best friend. And, of course, it didn't end well, because when the best friend found out he knew the whole time, that caused a conflict bro. between them two. We ain't like, no longer friends, bro. Tell me? We ain't no longer but, friends, bro. But, 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 I will say ain't this nobody. now. I wouldn't say this. I, I don't think I've seen it or heard it too much with guys, I have heard of females get pissed at their girlfriends for telling them they saw their dude cheating. I kid you not. And they and and they will cut off the best they friend or cut off the friend before it cut or before cutting loose whoever they were fucking with. That was yeah, that's some that's some woman shit because that shit don't happen with niggas. Girls. Oh, it, it abso- girls. oh, I absolutely agree. Like yeah. you can cut me off. I was trying to help you out because. I'm your friend. Yeah, but I seen him with another woman doing stuff. But okay. Yeah, but no, but also I do think. Time I I do think you're slightly off base because I've heard of women getting mad. I've heard of that situation because the friend because friends are quick to just go say some shit. 
Like I ain't never really heard of a situation oh, where the homegirl saw him with another yeah. girl and got she got you. mad. Like, yeah, I've heard of okay. like friends being all like, she don't know shit. She just lying. You know what I'm saying? She heard from somebody. Da, 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 da. Oh, like, yeah, I that gotcha, shit. Gotcha. You know okay. what I'm saying? But like, I ain't heard like, I refuse to believe that a homegirl alone. It probably has happened. You never know. But I refuse to believe that a homegirl saw her yeah. nigga cheating like bitch I saw this man with another woman <laughs> and you telling me you mad at me <laughs> like the fuck what Twilight Zone are we in right now you well, know what I'm saying we gotta be, but we gotta be careful of that too cause was it in you that sent that clip with the the couple that was in um, divorce court or whatever it was one of, it was somebody in the group so remember her cousin saw him with another female. She went back and told her, hey, I saw your man eating dinner with such and such, and it turned out to be his cousin. Yeah, but that's why you question him and you ask. Yeah. <laughs> like, all that shit is solved by communication, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. again, you can't fix ignorance, bro. So she was just all like, I'm just breaking oh. up with you. You don't need to know why. You know why. And then, boom, you know what I'm saying? Boom. Like, yeah. like, yeah, that's some dumb shit. But if you question a nigga, niggas all like, yeah, that's my cousin, B. Yeah, because she went all out. That, that girl, what, she cut his dreads. Uh, like she did a whole bunch of crazy yeah. shit. See, wow. And then you know? they had an egg thrown in your face, like, oh, by the way, this is my, yes, cousin. my cousin. She was going through some heartache, but you know, now my exactly. hair is half gone because <laughs> you yeah. decided to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puff, then have to sit a sit down conversation, which we could have all had a conversation together. Hey, I'm such and such. Nice to meet you. Exactly. How you doing? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's just. I my thing is is when it comes to shit like this, if you are my friend. And you know of absolute certainty that my shawty's cheating on me. And you don't tell me. Bro, just know that like we won't be friends after you tell me, bro. After you finally go ahead and tell me. Like if you know for like six months, if you know for like a week, nigga, I'll give you a week. I'll give you seven days. And that's only because you wanna figure out how to tell you. No, nah, I know how to tell them. Hey bro, your girl cheating on you. Like, I don't understand y'all people, bro. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, nigga, like, ain't, yo, ain't no easy way to tell you this, my nigga. So I'm just gonna go ahead and tell it. Like, I tell everybody that shit. That's the, when I tell you, hey, ain't no easy way to tell you this. No, some really fucked up shit is about to occur. Okay? <laughs> like, that's my go-to. Ain't no easy way to say this shit, so I'm gonna come right up with it. I reprimanded niggas all the time with that shit. Hey, bro, ain't no easy way to have this conversation, so I'm just gonna go ahead and come out with this. You yep. suck. Okay. But anyway. I'm giving you like a week only because the only exception, because I do have one, is you gave her the opportunity to come clean first. That's it. Okay. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yo, he need to hear from you. If you really love him, he need to hear from you. If you want any shot of making that shit work, he need to hear from you. But I know my cuz, I know my uh brother, I know my uh friend. That nigga not going not that nigga not he taking you back. That. But you can yeah. try your best <laughs> to fix that shit. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna give you this opportunity. You let him know. That'd be the only reason why. Any the other reason. reason. Yeah. I, and I ain't trying to hear, bro. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Let's get into this next one real quick, cause this shit is <laughs> Woo, this is a doozy right here, y'all. Okay. This is all right, here we go. Uh my girlfriend has grown distant after I got beat up defending a group of girls being harassed. First of all, I want to thank every single one of you who commented on my last post. The love and support I received was immense and it actually made me feel a little better in the mess of it all. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. All of the following happened yesterday. So excuse me if I ramble a little bit. It's all fresh in my mind. Here's the original post. Uh, 
I have been with my girlfriend, Sarah, for three years and have been living together for one and a half. She is honestly everything I've ever wanted. And I was planning on proposing somewhere next year. So three weeks ago, I was out with Sarah at a local bar drinking and having a great time with her as it was just after quarantine had ended where I live. At around 3 a.m., we decided to head home. As we headed to the parking lot where we were, where we had parked, we noticed a group of two girls and a guy who was clearly drunk trying to hit on them and get them to go to his house. The girls were clearly very uncomfortable and trying to find a way out. Sarah told me that we had to do something. We had, that we had to do something. And I told her to go call the cops and get someone as we all as well, because the very least I wanted was her to get, uh, the very least I wanted was for her to get hurt during this. So I approached the group and tried to pretend I was the boyfriend of the one, one of the two girls. And long story short, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> the guy was in. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy, <laughs> that is fucked up. She said the guy was at least 6'4, 220 pounds, whereas I'm 5'11, 167 pounds. I'm fairly muscular myself, but there was no way I could have taken someone that big. Oh, I knew it from shit. the start. It, <laughs> at least from all the noise we had made a lot of people rush the scene and the girls got away safe I was rushed to the ER because the motherfucker oh, <laughs> oh my god oh man I feel sorry for my G dog <laughs> I was rushed to the ER because the motherfucker had broken my ribs which had punctured my right lung oh my oh, god my god. dude got fucking murked <laughs> he got murked oh, bro Woo. bro yeah that's why you gotta learn how to bob and weave and run nigga <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying oh, he'd have been chasing me around the car that's nigga <laughs> he'd have been chasing me around the car <laughs> um it says after that incident, Sarah has grown a dis- has grown distant from me. Even though she visited and stayed with me at the hospital, she hasn't been the same since. And I thought she just needed time to move past this. However, five days ago, she told me that she's not the same person after what happened, and she doesn't know if she feels safe with me after I got beat up like that. <laughs> My nigga taking L's, bro. My nigga taking L's. <laughs> Oh my god, bro! This is like this is like some shit. This is like some shit from the movies, bro. Honestly, hearing that hurt me more than when I got my ribs broke. She has moved to her parents for the time being. She told me she needs time. Meanwhile, I had no one here to help me, so my brother left his two boys and wife to move in with me. I know I'm just venting at this point, but I don't want this to be over like that. Red, is there anything I can do to salvage this situation? Yeah, nigga, before I read this update, go find that nigga and beat him the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Go put, <laughs> go put a tire into that nigga, man. <laughs> Got me fucked oh, up. Bro, shit. listen to me, man. I ain't never understood why niggas fight fair. Okay, here, here, hear me out for a second. In high school, you fought fair. Once you become a grown ass adult, and you clearly see a nigga bigger than you, like a Mike Tyson looking motherfucker, mm-hmm. understand, nigga, I'm putting you down, nigga. Like, we ain't By fighting out here in these streets. You ain't fucking me up. Cause you's, cause you's a, cause you's acting like a bitch out here. You know what I'm saying? Cause me, I'm a copacetic ass nigga. First off, if I do some shit that's disrespectful, I'm gonna apologize about that shit. But also, if I find myself mm-hmm. in a situation like this, where niggas clearly bigger than me, I'm definitely picking up something and I'm hitting that nigga. You got me fucked up. Fuck you doing getting your ass beat up by a nigga. Come on, bro. Uh, shout out to my guy though. For trying to help though. Shout out to my guy for trying to help. That's what I'm saying. All right. Regardless, he got his ass beat or not, he he honestly probably took them girls out of a situation that could have been a lot worse. 
Now, real talk. You know, he put himself in a situation to, well, not a good one, but he stepped in, stepped up, and helped the girls or whatever, whatnot. And just me personally, yes, I don't want to see my man get his ass beat, but at the same time, he didn't have to do what he did because he could have been the asshole. It's like, nah, that's their problem. Let's go. And so, like, here is... I'm not about to read that update. That shit is long and it's just about the conversation that they had. So we're just going to focus on the original post. Um, the fucked up part about all this is, is that he was just trying to be a good guy, bro. And like, exactly. And unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you ran into a juggernaut, nigga. I think it was six foot, 220 pounds. I mean, you 5'11", 167. At 5'11", 167 pounds, and they said he's kind of muscular. No, nigga, you are not muscular at 167 pounds at 5'11", bro. You don't have anything on you. You might appear... You skinny. Yeah, you, you probably have not enough body fat to the point where you appear muscular, but you're not, bro. Like, not, not at 167 pounds. I don't know who lied to you. Um, <laughs> but that's the age-old question, right? Like, like niggas ask the shit all the time. <laughs> like, like it was a meme the other day that had a nigga getting picked up. It was a it was a meme of a nigga. He had a nigga in the air by the hand, and he was clearly getting ready to slam him on the ground. <laughs> and the picture was, and the meme was all like, "Yo, you saw your man getting tossed like this, ladies. What you gonna do?" <laughs> and it's the age old question, right? Like, you see your nigga get molly You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do, man? And so here's a situation where. <laughs> It's fucked up, but she don't feel safe around this nigga no more, man. <laughs> and it's terrible. Like, like it's word. terrible, like, bro. Throw a rock at this man. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, shit. nah, he wanted to get away so she didn't get hurt, which is smart. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, my man took one on the chin. He protected some ladies. You never know. You never know what could happen. You might talk about some rape shit. He might actually save the life, bro. Like, we don't know how shit would have played went down. But That's unfortunately, how I wish she would see it from that point of view, like well, maybe oh, she need this time to really think. I wish bro, she would see it from that point of and view. And she told that nigga, "We need to do something." That's what she told exactly. that nigga, bro. She exactly. said that she sent that nigga into battle. <laughs> and mad because he lost. And you mad because he lost. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, fuck that. I'm leaving that hoe, man. I'm sorry, bro. You got me fucked up. Bitch, you told me to go do something. Like, although I, as a man, I'm going to do something anyway. But this is why I be trying to tell niggas, bro. I don't care what you got to do. I don't care if you got to eat a large piece of, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Put some weight on you, bro. You can't be out here walking around 167 pounds, nigga. Like, what happens? What? No, real talk. I mean, shit, honestly, though, because from her perspective, real talk, a nigga pull up and they want to snatch her to sell her to sex slavery. What the fuck he going to do at 167 pounds, bro? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a nigga pull up on me, he ain't trying to snatch Trish. He know what the fuck is up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, like yo, man, that nigga big, bro. Like, we gotta go for some easier prey. You see a nigga five eleven, hundred sixty seven pounds, nigga wear a size twenty eight in pants. You already know you about to fucking slide this nigga and take his bride, man. Come on, man. All right, that's uh, so. All I'm saying is, if you out here. You, you know, you skinny in a bitch, nigga. You need to eat or don't go out. <laughs> like, people out here getting sold into sex slavery every day. Every and women day. getting snatched up off the street. You got to be able to protect your woman, bro. At least fight something. I don't know. Maybe if he knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know what I'm saying? He'd have been able to do some shit because that's what that shit is for. But, you know, unfortunately, nigga ran in the battle and he wasn't prepared. Took a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> Sis, how you feeling, though? I want to know your perspective here. I, All right, so here's me perso- me set the scene. Some shit go down. <laughs> a nigga disrespect you. 
your homeboy, your boy, get out there. He getting me the fuck up. I keep responding. You know what? Ash gonna take him back. Ash gonna take him back. Yeah, Ash got too big a heart. He got beat up for me. Okay. Other bitches out here in these streets. Nah, they ain't going for that shit. Other bitches out here. These other bitches out here ain't going for that. But not just that. But me, I'm the type of person, like, damn, if I saw my baby getting his ass beat, I would have to step in and try to help him do something. right? Damn, nigga. Ash is the type. Ash is the type. Ash is a type. Ash is a type. She'll take that nigga back, and then as a gift for like Christmas, she'll buy that nigga um a fucking year's membership out of box. Like here you go, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving Ash. I'm leaving Ashley. Oh, it's over. It's over. No, no, you got me fucked up. I know you're not. Now this is way too soon. This is way too soon. You need to drop this years off. Years off. Give me a couple of years and then drop off a gift like this. Fuck that. My ass would have been yelling, baby, get the gat. Get the no, gun. Really, yeah. No, get the gun, baby. Like, I'm getting beat just, up off of here. I'm getting my ass whooped. I'm dying, bitch. Get the gun. What you standing right here looking for? Get my ass handed to me. Nigga, help me. Help me, nigga. Help me. The fuck are you standing there looking at me getting my ass whooped? <laughs> Bro, I'll be so high. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Wait a minute. Oh. Went both ways because reality oh. the left turn just for that. Like, you want to sit there and look? Bro, that's what I'm saying, man. My nigga out here talking about like he don't want this to end. Nigga, you should. Nigga, yeah. you absolutely should, man. Because a real one, I'm telling Ooh. you. If I saw my man getting his ass beat, I'm jumping in. I guess we can. Get our ass beat together, but we in it together. I'll do what I can to help you and anybody oh. anything necessary. We got it. That's the type of chick I am. I ain't gonna sit here, stand by, let my man get beat up, and then I'm dumping him because he got his ass whooped when he was trying to protect me. Oh. That's not right. I'm sorry. That's not right. Yeah. Okay. Whew. I got tears in my eyes. Man, he baby, said, help. Help, me. Don't help man. Dude. Might get my ass handed to me. You just standing around looking. Fuck going on here. Okay. Whoo. Man. Oh, I needed Poor that baby. one. Okay. Poor yeah, baby. I feel bad for my G. Okay. I do. Whoo. Man, I needed that one. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, this next one is another one that's kind of jacked up, man, but I just had to talk about this because I want y'all to, to hear some of the bullshit that's in this. Uh, this comes by the way of NBC News. It says, uh, two Pennsylvania teens charging death of eight year old killed outside, uh, game by police gunfire. Prosecutors said they determined the teenagers actions initiated the responsive gunfire by the officers that left three bystanders wounded and fanciability dead. I'm going to read that shit again because maybe y'all need that. Prosecutors said they determined the teenagers' actions initiated the responsive gunfire by the officers that left three bystanders wounded and fantability dead. Two Pennsylvania teenagers have been charged with first-degree murder in the death of fantability, an eight-year-old girl who was killed by police gunfire outside a high school football game in August. The Delaware County District Attorney's Office determined that teenagers initiated the daily shooting when they exchanged gunfire August 27th outside an Academy Park High School football game in Sharon Hill, a small community of about 5,700 residents less than two miles north of Philadelphia International Airport. One person caught in the crossfire was wounded. One of the suspects, a 16-year-old Sharon Hill boy, was arrested Wednesday. D.A. Jack Stolmsteimer said in a press release, NBC News does not usually name minor charged with a crime, even those charged as adults. 
She says, Hanson Strand, 18, of Collingdale, turned himself in later, the DA's office said. In addition to first-degree murder, both suspects have been charged with five counts of attempted murder, five counts of recklessly endangering another person, as well as gun-related charges, according to the criminal complaints. The teens got into an argument at the game and exchanged multiple gunshots with each other in the 900 block of Coast Street in Sharon Hill, Stolsteimer said. The gunfire precipitated the response the responsive discharge of weapons by police officers stationed near the entrance to the football stadium, the DA office said. This responsive gunfire by the officers wounded three bystanders and tragically killed Fantability. The DA's office said the team should both be held criminally liable for the murder of Fantability as well as for the wounding of all the bystanders. Fanta was killed by a single gunshot wound to the torso, according to the Delaware Medical Examiner. <clears throat> the killing of Fantability was a tragedy. <clears throat> Not just for a family, but for the entire Delaware County community, Stolzheimer said. Today's arrest began with the criminal process for those that initiated the daily events of August 27th by shooting and killed at a high school football game. The DA's office is continuing to review of the, uh, continuing a review of the actions of all parties involved. A grand jury will review the case November 18th and determine whether the police officer's use of deadly force was justified. The officers involved who have not been named were placed on paid administrative leave. The Sharon Hill Council said at the time. Now, I don't know what y'all heard, but what I heard was two niggas started shooting at each other and officers started shooting at them niggas for shooting at each other. And they shot three people and killed an eight year old mm-hmm. girl, too. Girl, too. And now they charging these niggas Nig- because the officer the is killing them. Yep. In what, in what world ever, bro, are these, are we finally going to hold officers uh, accountable, accountable for anything? Y'all yep. niggas started shooting at niggas who wasn't even shooting at y'all. Shooting at you. Mm-hmm. And y'all shot three people and killed an eight year old girl. Mm-hmm. Are you shitting me? Like for real. Now don't get me wrong. These niggas deserve all the charges that have been brought against them. They deserve oh, to be held responsible for the killing of this eight year old girl. They deserve to be held responsible for, you know, saying yes, reckless endangerment, you know, with firearm, all that other charges that they all got. <laughs> but why are these officers just getting away scot free? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At what point in time y'all exchange fires? And then I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't read the other story because it was, it was two stories on this. But in one, it said that they, that they were firing at a car that looked like the suspects were in there. They were just firing in, uh, from a block away. I think is what it said. From a block away, they were just firing at a car who they thought the suspect was in there. And in See? that reckless firing, they wounded three people and killed, killed an eight year old girl. So again, at what point in time do we do we acknowledge that these are professionals who are not acting professionally? I just said this time and time again. <clears throat> I don't know how many more times I'm gonna have to say this. Officers are not going to be held accountable for their actions until we start viewing them from profession from a, a professional perspective rather than like this protector perspective. Like these aren't just like knights in shining armor, like protecting the community. These are people who are professionally paid and trained in order to handle situations. And this right here is a clusterfuck from hell because y'all were supposed to y'all didn't arrest nobody. One person had to turn himself in. Uh, I think y'all wounded one of them. So I think they actually did like shoot one person, but y'all was just shooting at people who were shooting at each other. That's not a reason to start shooting. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all are, now you just got bullets flying all around and <clears throat> glad due diligence was done. Cause we know that the three people who were shot was because of them. And we know the little girl that died was because of them. Cause they easily could have blamed that on the, on the two on the two children who were shooting at each other. 
but they didn't, but they didn't shoot or kill or hurt anybody. Y'all did. Every person involved who was shot was shot by police officers. What kind of shit is that? Y'all were responding to two people shooting at each other. And how the only people that got shot was shot by y'all. Exactly. And innocent bystanders at that. Like, how do you, how can you ever feel safe when shit pop off? Ain't the whole point like niggas supposed to feel safe when police officers around? You ain't safe. You ain't safe. (laughs) Like, you're not safe. Like, this is a prime example of literally like an oxymoron. Here the fucking police officers there and they the ones killing niggas. And then they killed the wrong people. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. What the hell? Instead of owning up to their mistakes and trying to fix it, you want to just pawn it off and blame. Oh well, they were shooting too. So how they not know it, it was them that shot them? Because it's called ballistics. It's called evidence. It's called we can match up the bullets and clearly see you shot the the the, the innocent bystanders and this poor little girl. Nigga, yeah. I mean this shit honestly, bro. If I killed an eight year old girl, I probably could never go back to work. Like, how do these niggas even get up and go to work anymore that as a police officer? Heart. That would eat me up. That like, how? I took a little girl's life. Like, you are Just not a good... what the parents are going through, the family is going... Like, I'd be devastated. And this is the shit that kills me, right? Because, like, somebody's going to come out whenever this shit officially blows up and then we finally get the, the social backlash from this and we actually can get the story to go super mainstream. Somebody's going to come out and talk about how, like, these two cops are, like, great cops... They're not great cops. They're bad cops. They responded badly to a situation and shot three people and killed a little girl. Like, I don't, I don't understand police protocol. I don't understand what's supposed to happen. Um, uh, somebody's going to come on here and talk about life and death situations. Shit's happening in a moment. I get that. You get, you got all type of human responses. Um, I've, I didn't deal with plenty of situations where I've argued with people who, who thought like some shit wasn't justified when some shit is. I'm very, I'm very tactically thinking on that shit. I don't understand his perspective here. They were shooting at each other. Y'all just started exchanging fires from over a block away. You can't see shit at night. This was a high school football game at night. You can't see a goddamn thing. And y'all wind up shooting three people and killing an eight-year-old little girl. And and the only people that are in trouble right now uh, are the two people who started the firing. Like, the officers aren't in trouble at all. They're just on paid administrative leave. No, they responded incorrectly. They should never be police officers ever again, bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all did not respond to the situation accordingly. Period. And unfortunately, an eight-year-old girl lost her life because of it. And three people got shot. And like, we keep lost on that fact. Three people got shot also on top of the little girl. It's just an all-around sad situation. It's unfortunate. But if you can't be if you can't be safe when the police are around, then where can you be safe? You ain't safe nowhere. Mm-hmm. Sad. All right. Damn. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get into this. Would you rather though? My, I'm gonna say my would you rather for last because my would you rather is based off our story from Reddit. So I was trying to find one, so mine's kind of light. Um, but if you lived in a house, would you rather live in a house full of roaches Ooh. or a house full of flies? House full of flies. Mm. Flies. Flies. I don't do roaches, B. But flies are annoying. So a house full of them just buzzing around. Roaches like crawl all over you and shit. Like, oh, fuck no. 
<laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta shake your shirt off now. Yeah, okay. I'm like, nah, bro, I don't do the roaches. Thinking. I do fly. I'm with my bro. On yeah, this one. I, I don't do the roaches. Flies. I don't do no roaches. Me, I think I have to go with flies too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we trying to make an argument against the shit, but <laughs> wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with flies too, though, because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that ain't a, yeah. that ain't gonna work. <laughs> that, ain't, that, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna cut. It. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that dog don't hunt. You feel me? <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go with your shit. Would you rather put your hand in a tank full of piranhas? The fuck? Or get your foot stuck under a running lawnmower? Oh shit! Oh, tank full of piranhas because. Piranhas nibble in real life. They don't eat your whole fucking hand to the bone and like. Not how they go by the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not movie based, bro. They don't eat to your fucking bone in like five bites. <laughs> like it'll take a while. So I'm going piranha because you get your foot stuck on the lawnmower. It's fuck. Yeah. Actually, I might go. I might go lawnmower because once a lawnmower, a lawnmower really ain't all that powerful. You know what I'm saying? Your grass get too tall. You find out real quick your lawnmower ain't all that dope. So, yeah, uh, once it hits your shit, it's going to cut into it, but you'll be all right. That motherfucker going to shut off. I'm going to go foot on the lawnmower. I'm going science-based here. We get in that. I'm going to, yeah, in that case. Yeah, I'm going to go lawnmower because I'll go with lawnmower. Piranha's still going to be eating on your shit. So, if I'm gonna, exactly. you say how long that motherfucker got to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> they still gonna nibble on your shit until they done. Exactly. <laughs> so, they might get to the bone eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna go foot on the lawnmower. Uh, do I have one more? Let's try one more. All right, let's go. Would you rather stick your head in the oven with the gas on or run through a big fire? Run through a big fire. I'm full of fucking steam blazing through that shit. <laughs> Yeah, because I ain't sticking my head in no fucking oven. I'm definitely okay, like sitting yeah, there yeah, getting burned. I'm blazing straight through the fire. Yeah, I'm doing the fire too. Cause, <laughs> I mean, people do like fire walks all the time and shit. So it's like. All right. Well, I mean, that's walking that's on coals, cold stuff. Like, yeah, nigga, like, 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 <laughs> Would you rather <laughs> lose the fight and just get beat the fuck up in front of your significant? Let's say you got to fight for you. You got to fight on your significant other's behalf. Would you rather lose and just get beat the fuck up, or would you rather win but walk away with a life changing injury? Say so like you lose like an eye or some shit, but you won. Ooh, but you won. Or you twisted your fucking knee and you can't never walk the same again, but you won though. Okay, hold on. So repeat. So let's say, let's say you know you got to fight. You got to fight for your significant other's honor. Would you rather lose and just get beat the fuck up, embarrassed as hell, or would you rather win, but you walking away with like a life changing injury? Like you got to now walk with a cane the rest of your life, or you like lose an eye or some shit. Or lose hearing in one ear. Mm. I'm a little prideful, so I think I'm just going to lose something. Yeah, I'm getting beat the fuck up for 500. 
I was about to say that. Last woman ever. Nobody. <laughs> Last woman ever. Nobody. Because when I know for a fact that I may lose, but like that nigga ain't walking away unscathed. So like I'm, you know, I might nigga been beat up before though. So I mean, I ain't won every fight I've been in. I mean, I ain't lost a fight since like seventh grade. Actually, I don't think I lost that fight either. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a. Uh, I'm getting my ass, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting beat up for five hundred, nigga. I ain't prideful Back. enough to walk away, Back. nigga. Because the way I feel, I'm taking the L. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I gotta, you, I gotta walk with a cane or something. Exactly. Fuck nah. Crippled, you know. You, you know gotta, you know, feel like a pirate. I'm looking through one eye with a patch. Like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pirate ass nigga. <laughs> well, damn, man, y'all put it like that. Shit. I gotta switch this. <laughs> 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 switching. No, nah, stick with your guns, cuz. Stick with your guns, cuz. Win the fight. Win the fight at all costs. At all costs. Yeah. <laughs> got, me around, got me walking around like the female version of Captain Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit, nigga. I ain't taking no ass woman. I mean, I ain't taking no serious injury just to say I won, nigga. Just Fuck all that. to say I won a fight. Man, you know what? Just for that, and could you imagine just because you lost, now every time... A nigga or somebody come up to, oh man, what happened? You gotta hear that whole story. That's not it for me to divorce your ass. What like, I gotta hear this story yeah. every time. Yeah, baby, I lost this eye. I lost this eye, yeah. That should have get mad annoying. Matter of fact, what if your dick stopped working because you got, because you cooked <laughs> for some shit? You know what I'm saying? You won, but now your dick don't get up no more. That part. Oh my God. Seriously. Yo, I can't get up. I can't do that. <laughs> nigga say, I'm definitely taking a L. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Say, say you won, but he stumped your dick like, 20 times before you win. Nah. Yo, shit just mauled, nigga. Balls exploded and everything. Motherfucker no longer work. That shit is ground beef, nigga. Fucking piano sausage now, nigga. Y'all shit is done. Grounded up piano sausage, nigga. But you won, But you won. But you, but at the end of the day, you caught him with that overhand right. Like you that. won. And by oh, the way, shit. you lost your significant other because your dick don't work. Yeah, but you won the fight, though. She ain't staying that much longer after your dick ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> Although you can put a strap on on, I guess. You know, you can make it work. Nah, fuck <laughs> <all right. laughs> fuck nah, fuck oh man. You okay. You're a smart man though. Uh, all three times you decided to come to the right side of the fence, yeah. nigga. Good job. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> you decided to jump over to the right side of the fence, nigga. Cause you were saying some dumb shit. I really thought that nigga was gonna choose roaches. I was gonna be like, cuz nasty, bro. Cuz <laughs> nasty Cuz chose roaches, bro. I was gonna be like, cuz nasty motherfucker, bro. We thought that nigga was nasty, but that nigga's actually nasty, dog. Cause I don't know any nigga that's gonna yeah, choose roaches over roaches. flies. <laughs> oh, man. Nigga. Alright. Alright, let's get into oh, this shit. Let's ask when it's the most foolish story of the week. Um, this comes by way to Shade Room. Kyle Rittenhouse breaks down while describing the events leading up to the Kenosha shooting. Kyle Rittenhouse, the Illinois teen who killed two people and injured another last summer, took the stand to testify in his own defense during his trial. As he explained the events that took place leading up to the fatal shooting, Kyle had an emotional breakdown, causing the judge to call a recess in the trial. I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side and I was cornered from uh, in front of me. There were people right there. Rittenhouse said as he broke down in tears. Uh, I never saw a tear, but 
it says as he broke down in tears. <laughs> His attorney told him to take a deep breath just before the judge decided to take a break. Oh, you motherfucker. You told him to take a break because you realized there weren't no tears on his fucking face. As we previously reported, Kyle is facing five felony charges, including felony homicide and possession of a dangerous weapon in connection to the killings of 26-year-old Anthony Huber and 36-year-old Joseph Rosenbaum. The incident took place during a protest in the city of Kenosha after police gunned down Jacob Blake. As Kyle described what went down that night, he insisted he was acting in self-defense. He allegedly he heard people saying threatening messages as he helped those who were wounded during the protest. Kyle also testified that Joseph Rosenbaum threatened to kill him before he shot him. Kyle claimed Rosenbaum was upset about something and screamed, I'm going to cut your fucking heart out as he walked as he walked the streets of Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse's defense has since made a motion for a mistrial as he maintains his innocence in the case. I didn't do anything wrong. I defended myself. He testified. We'll keep y'all updated as the trial continues. Roomies. <sighs> All right. So as an act of 2A Second Amendment um, enthusiast, I've had multiple feelings on this. Um, with that being said, though, we're just going to focus on this niggas on trial. Bro, you pretending to cry was arguably the worst acting in the history Bruh. of acting of all time, nigga. Bruh. And I've seen a lot of niggas get up there and bullshit into some tears. But nigga, you but looked absolutely, absolutely fucking ridiculous. terrible, nigga. LeBron James could have did better than that. <laughs> like and he clowned that nigga for that shit. <laughs> LeBron clowned that nigga for that shit. But LeBron could have did better than that, man. And LeBron is a terrible actor. Terrible. Um, Terrible. It's this is an unfortunate situation all around because I'm a I'm a force. I'm pissing people off here, but I don't know about the second time. I haven't seen every video, but in the first video where he shot the white boy, right before that, I could have sworn in that video the dude had a Molotov cocktail and he was throwing it in his direction, and they were chasing him. And the reason why they were chasing him was believed to believe because they were trying to throw that cocktail that Molotov cocktail on him. And in that sense, I'm in trying to ask niggas if niggas was trying to set you on fire, you just gonna stand there and let them do it, or you gonna shoot them niggas back? Now, why this nigga was in an entire city in a whole other state with an AR rifle? given to him by his parents is beyond me and doesn't really make any sense. And while the mother isn't on trial for child neglect as well is also another question that is beyond me. And that really is, should be the issue here because he never should have been in a situation to begin with, but him being on trial for self-defense, at least in that aspect, I think is to a certain extent, he's well within his right to defend himself because again, if you try to set me on fire, I'm going to shoot you. That's just how shit kind of works. So, uh, you know, you can feel how you want to feel about it, but you ain't about to set me on fire and I'll just be like, oh, no, man, I just got this here because, like, I don't plan on doing nothing with it. You probably gonna got a good chance of getting shot. With that being said, though, uh, bro, quit trying to pretend like you actually feel any level of sympathy for what you did. You Like, what I, what I do want to stress about this, though, is, is niggas don't, I got a buddy. Them niggas did not go over there just to protect property. Them niggas went over there with guns because they were waiting on a wish a nigga would moment. For <laughs> white people who don't know, a wish a nigga would moment is a moment where you wish a nigga would do some shit so that way you can shoot them. 
Like that is one reason why they went over there. Because if you just want to go over there to protect people from pro- protect the property, you can just go over there and do that shit. Like you going over there with guns don't give you any right. Like you don't have the right to protect other people's property. But with that being said, you know this situation is all kind of murky and sticky. The judge clearly don't give a fuck. I saw the 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 video of the the judge like grueling the fucking prosecutor or whatever, where he was all like. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know, this had this and you know, shit. I ain't watched it either, but from the, uh, from the looks of it, he was grilling that nigga about some shit. <laughs> but yeah, bro, this is like top five worst acting all time. Um, he need to go back to class because, uh, he ain't never going to get casted again, uh, putting up some shit like that. Though I will say, um, like I said, this is a terrible situation. Um, but yeah, this nigga absolutely does deserve to be in jail because I don't believe niggas should get off. From from the fact that like I'm not gonna say you instigated the situation, but you were in a situation that you were never supposed to be in to begin with. In a family, um, like you could have yeah. been at home in your bed chilling. That doesn't give you the right to stand in front of a place with a gun in a hostile situation where you known violence was occurring. Um, that wasn't your property to protect. You weren't supposed to be in that state. Shouldn't have had a gun to begin with. So there's that. Uh. With that being said, though, that's everything that I have. Though I did have one to say one more thing, though. Uh, y'all seen the trailer to the new Proud Family? Yes, um, I actually posted it on. A, I should have uh, Yeah, I posted it on my story today on Instagram. I kind of watch cartoons. Oh, you crazy, nigga! The Proud Family is lit, nigga. Absolutely, you fucking, you fucking crazy. I was excited when I saw that. Yeah, Proud Family especially, is lit, especially Negro cartoons. Oh, this nigga! Hey, what the fuck is wrong with <laughs> <laughs> this nigga? You're retarded. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't say retarded. That's offensive. This nigga is special. Yeah. What's wrong with you? This nigga is special. Uh, but yeah, that's, that shit look lit. I'm starting to think your weed is laced with something. <laughs> Get your shit checked. Laced with crack. Oh, so, uh, shit. What's that laced weed with? Do they lace weed with crack? Uh, I think I you can. They put, or, 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 I think it's cocaine. Okay. All right. Oh, it's the good uh-huh. shit. That laced with the good shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think it's like cocaine and weed is called. Um, Damn, I forgot what it's called. It's called something, but people do. Okay. It. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a druggie, so I wouldn't know. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not a, not a, not a, a weed head, so I wouldn't know. All right, y'all. That's everything that I have, though. Uh, with that being said, uh, we appreciate you for kicking it with us this week. Make sure you, uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you get your listening pleasure. You can also visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those up listening letters. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. It's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's your girl, Ash. And it's that dude called Theory. We out. Yo.